This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, hello and welcome to the program. I'm Sterling Fox, and in just a few minutes, one of the world-class dentists from BC Perio, Dr. Ron Zokel, will join me to talk about all the very latest in dental therapies and techniques. And we'll open up our phone lines for your calls, too. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. Recent StatsCan data shows BC's economy is now more dependent on real estate than Alberta's economy is on oil. And that's a big turnaround. Falling oil prices are to blame, say the feds. That's why the Alberta economy shrank almost 4%, while nationally, the economy grew at 1.4%, BC leading that parade with a growth of 3.5%. Question is, though, is this healthy? Certainly, many predictions for real estate activity in the lower mainland are as robust as ever. It doesn't take an economics degree to take a good look at the building activity around Metro Vancouver to figure out the demand. Demand is as high as ever, and the supply is clearly in the pipeline. Is this a bubble? Well, of course, we won't know until after it pops, conveniently explain some economists. But they also say Alberta is actually much more diversified than it appears to be, and perhaps B.C.'s future should be on a more diversified footing as well. Big news for fans of electric vehicles from General Motors this week in New York at the Global Automotive Conference as the company, in its forecast for investors, declared its new e-cars will cost less and go further. The prediction is the new vehicles will cost 30% less than the current ones to make, which will make GM profitable after the new versions debut in 2021. CEO Mary Barra said it's all about battery capability, and the new batteries will be lighter, cheaper to charge, will offer up to three times the current mileage, and be better built into the car. GM has pledged to roll out 20 new zero-emissions vehicles by 2023, with the first two due in about 18 months. Car makers these days typically lose money on electric vehicles. General Motors sells fewer than 50,000 of them worldwide right now, but predicts that number will rise to close to a million in less than 10 years. An interesting good news, bad week, a bad news week, rather, for Loblaws. First, they said they expect next year, 2018, to be a very difficult year. And they announced they're going to close 22 unprofitable stores across their retail network without naming specific locations. Apparently, at least 500 jobs involved there. And then to counter the bad news, Loblaws announced it's going into the home delivery business in Toronto in a few weeks and here in Vancouver in January. Their partner in this expansion will be Instacart from California. Shoppers will order from local Loblaws or Real Canadian Superstore or TNT locations through the Instacart website or app, and the company will deliver the food. Delivery charges will range from four to eight bucks, and there will be a 7.5% service fee, which pretty much guarantees the price will be higher than going to the supermarket. Also, no point redemptions or accumulation is allowed using this method. 
Walmart is getting into the home grocery delivery. Save-on foods have been at it locally for a while. But the big reason Loblaws has jumped into the game is Amazon's takeover of Whole Foods. That set the tone for the Canadian chain's new business model. Just remember, this is not about saving money. It's about convenience for some. The it toy this holiday season is a quite noisy Canadian-designed little creature called a fingerling, and it's already pretty much sold out. The cute animatronic little beasts are designed to grip your finger and come equipped with sensors that allow them to respond to various forms of input, like noise, sounds, and touch. The various fingerlings' design includes several monkeys, as well as a unicorn and a sloth. They're super cute, and they interact with you, says the maker, Wowie of Toronto. They're really just adorable pets you can take anywhere. They sell for about 15 to 20 bucks in store, but they're nearly impossible to find on shelves with under six weeks left until Christmas. The cheapest one available on Amazon right now, $47. The toys have been a hit with boys and girls across a broad age range, and have become quite popular online as well. The overall response has definitely surpassed our expectations. The, uh, the Wowie people who make the these fingerlings say they they just say parents should keep looking because there may be more on the way to Christmas. Those clever marketeers at Wowie, indeed. If you're a regular listener to this show, you know I love antiques roadshow type stories, including the one a few weeks ago about that Da Vinci painting we told you about that ended up selling for over $400 million a couple of days ago. Though the dollars certainly aren't as enormous this time around, this week's story is about a lawyer in North Carolina named Frank Abrams who bought an old tin-type photograph for 10 bucks. He liked the look and the authenticity and put the little photo on a wall in a room in his house. When he started looking into the old photo a few years later, after hearing about another tin type of Billy the Kid, Frank buckled in or down rather and did some serious homework and discovered his little photo was also one of Billy the Kid. And in his photo, there was also Pat Garrett, the man who would eventually hunt down and kill the kid. Frank, who is Coincidentally, a criminal defense lawyer has found out that his $10 investment may indeed be an important historical archive worth literally millions. Frank's a little blown away by all this, but isn't seeing dollar signs. In fact, he says, as a lover of history, it's a privilege to own something like this and has no plans to sell. Of course, the longer you hold on to these things, the more valuable they become. As your Christmas shopping begins this year, keep an eye out for those unusual gift ideas that may also turn out to be hidden treasures. Oh, and good news from Whistler this weekend. As of yesterday, they're open. Wasn't supposed to happen until next week, but the snow gods have been generous lately, so five lifts and 20 runs are good to go today. The powder, fantastic. Those are some of the stories we're following this week. We'll have a look at a few more later in the show, and we'll have a steel report for you, too. Coming up in just a few moments, we open our phone lines for your questions to Dr. Ron Zokel, one of the world-class dentists from B.C. Perio. Stay with us. This is Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW. 
Welcome back to the program. Sterling Fox in studio at CKNW, joined by Dr. Ron Zilkel, one of the world-class dentists from BC Perio. Dr. Ron, good to see you again. Good afternoon, Sterling. Good it, to be here. It's been a while since we've seen you, and I keep using this phrase, world-class, and I don't use it loosely because uh, you people, <laughs> you and your, your partners at BC Perio, are, uh, uh, you travel the world educating your peers about new dental techniques and therapies. This is this is world-class stuff. There are dentists. You were in Tehran, the capital of Iran, a few weeks ago. 500 of their top dentists turned out for one of your lectures. Yes, that's true. And that followed on the heels of uh, lectures in Rome and Barcelona. I was in Vienna, Austria. Uh, and subsequently after that, Tehran. Yeah. And that was an exquisitely beautiful experience. It was excellent. And, and and you were just again bringing the very, very latest in dental. In your in your case, you actually performed a surgery in front of five hundred people. Well, this was unexpected. This was <laughs> I, I was not informed that I'd be doing a demonstration Surprise, surgery. You're operating, of, yeah, in front of a whole field of oral maxillofacial surgeons and periodontists and specialists, people who were very, very well knowledgeable about these procedures. And uh, and I I found myself in a situation where it had. They said I was going to be doing a demonstration surgery, and I said, "I beg your pardon." <laughs> anyway, so it went off. It went off wonderfully, uh, so well, in fact, that they invited me back to do it again. That's wonderful. That's good stuff. And that I think, and, and the reason I'm taking the time to set this part of the conversation up, Doctor Ron, is is simply because it's important that Vancouver people, Vancouver consumers—that's the name of this program—understand the quality and the level of of, of staff and talent. At BC Perio, uh, that's appreciated. I, I I I like that a whole lot. I've spent a lot of years in this field, and and to be so aligned with people at BC Perio, the specialists in BC Perio, and and work together is just a remarkable third 20 years, if you will, mm -hmm. in my career. Absolutely. BC Perio, by the way, Dental Health and Implant Centers in Vancouver at 777 West Broadway, and the other office is in Coquitlam at 1175 Johnson Street. Uh, Dr. Ron, I, I'm, we're going to delve into a whole lot of current and new uh, dental techniques. Your partner, Dr. Bobby Birdie, was here uh, just raving about some of the new toys that he's getting to play with, <laughs> as it were, and, and, and went on and on about some of the amazing new developments in dental surgical te techniques and and technology the, the the technology especially is just it's mind-boggling and it's happening so fast it is and when you think about the three-dimensional technology that we've been used to over the past five years for example which in itself has been somewhat revolutionary in how we deliver high quality results surgically and prosthetically for that matter but now we have cross-platforms where we have imaging of Im photographs of images so we can take the not just the CT scans and the radiographic images, but also take photographic, three-dimensional photographic images. And in harmony with, with putting that together with the X-ray images, come up with a game plan that is even far superior in terms of accuracy of the end result and sure. accuracy of placing implants and, and putting them where they have to be for the best quality end result for the best health and longevity. And I think also a, a lot of, at least as, as Dr. Bobby was explaining it a couple of weeks ago, uh, it also, to the advantage of the patient, uh, it, it's going to make everything faster. 
Well, that's absolutely true. So when you really think about it, now this might be expensive technology, but the truth of the matter is it helps in reducing the time it takes to provide these services, right. provide it faster because we don't have as many remakes, if you will, or when something isn't done as precisely as you would like, having to redo it to get it better. It reduces all of those types of, of refinements that are necessary. So we can deliver a high-quality end product an awful lot faster and a lot more predictably. Right. I wanted to ask you a kind of a dumb question, but again, you know, there's a, a, the, uh, your, your colleague, Dr. Bobby Birdie, is another world-class individual, um, perhaps one of the most educated and best-trained dentists in Canada, uh, who, again, like you, travels the world making presentations and giving lectures. But he is board-certified in both periodontics and prosthodontics. Dr. Ron, what's the difference between those two? What are those? Fair enough. The area of prosthodontics deals with a physical tooth itself that you see when you look in somebody's mouth. Periodontics means the coverage of the area around the tooth that is under the gum and under the bone structure. Oh, okay. So when you are trained, well-trained in both of these disciplines, you have the whole gamut of how to help and recover a tooth and such. In our case, missing teeth or teeth that have to be taken out. Mm -hmm. When you become knowledgeable on how to treat all of these tissues, you have one of the most comprehensive backgrounds to provide these services as one can have in dentistry. And that's why it's a pleasure. And you're absolutely right. You have not made an overstatement in terms of his credentials and qualifications. Mm, that's you're true. Absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. And that's a pleasure. It's a pleasure for me to work with somebody in my latter years, with somebody who's so well trained and so gifted as Dr. Birdie. Well, it keeps you sharp, too. Keeps you on well, your toes, doesn't it? There's no he? question about that. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen this one, Ron? No, well, not yet. But I have a feeling I'm about to learn in the next 30 seconds. I wanted to ask you about some of the services that BC Perio provides. And I'm looking down some of the lists. I'm on the website, by the way, friends which is bcperio.ca, and perio is, as the periodontics, it's P-E-R-I-O. So bcperio.ca, terrific website with a lot of, uh, of good explanation and a good uh, round uh, uh, idea to the viewer, Ron, of all of the services offered. And I'm looking down this long list of cosmetic uh, procedures and possibilities, crowns, bridges, and veneers. And I'm thinking, veneers? That's that's kind of an old-fashioned thing. Do people still do that? Oh, of course they do. You know, And explain how it works. Certainly. Well, when you think about how a crown is different from a veneer, a veneer applies uh, a reparative and restorative service to a small surface of the tooth itself, whereas a crown covers the whole tooth and is a lot more retentive and usually a lot stronger. So for somebody who's got good teeth, but they want them to look better or look differently, then a veneer is often used to give them a beautiful aesthetic result without cutting away a lot of tooth structure. So it has application. I might point out, and you made reference to cosmetics. Yes. Cosmetics is a large part of just about everything we do. Okay. So most of these situations, especially with crowns, is that it's also a health and reparative service as well as a cosmetic. The, there's very, very little, although cosmetics play a large part in everything we do, 
very little of what we do is based solely on cosmetics. Okay, so if someone comes into you and says and, and, and there's a problem, and, and uh, as as a result, uh, there's the, the presentation, the smile isn't what it used to be, and I want my smile back, Doc. Uh, that's what people say to you quite regularly, no, don't they? It's it's true, and the largest motivation that we see is not for people looking for better health, but better cosmetics. Sure, and that's absolutely true. And for people who have lost a lot of tooth structure and they can't chew properly, they want to be able to eat better. They aren't looking so much to their health as they are looking to the functionality of their teeth and looking good. But ultimately, what we provide is the health, which gives them both the functionality and the cosmetics on top of that. It's funny that you, because you, know, you don't think about it unless you're in a situation, dentally speaking, where eating is a problem. For most of us, it isn't. We manage but I, I, I guess they're, they're, uh, you've been at this a while. I guess more than a few p- patients have crossed your, your threshold <laughs> complaining of simply being in such profound uh, d- discomfort that eating, like normal, is just it's, it's a bygone thing. I, I can't do it anymore. Well, that's the truth. And uh, when you have diseased tissues that are painful, just to put pressure on them, you do get that response, and people will come for that reason. Yeah. The other reason is, is that they It's lost... not a recommended weight loss program, no, by the no, way, friends. Absolutely not recommended at all. <laughs> exactly. But there are people who have lost so many teeth that none of them meet together properly so you can eat properly. You still have a tooth here and a tooth there and right. some teeth in the front and, a little few, and maybe the odd tooth in the back, but they miss each other. They literally come together, but those teeth don't contact with each other because the top teeth that are there are hitting against a space on the lower jaw or the teeth on the lower jaw are are meeting with a space on the upper jaw, so nothing comes together properly. These are people who have lost teeth because often because of excessive forces and such, and teeth have broken down, and Mm -hmm. they just choose to take them out. And then when you take a tooth out, other teeth now take the excessive loads, and they get overstressed more quickly. And you, when you lose them, so you con- over a period of time, you consecutively lose more and more teeth. So very few of your teeth in your mouth are actually meeting to sustain the forces that are generated when you bite. And then it becomes very difficult for those people to eat properly. Interesting stuff. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Ben Dooley, our producer at the phone. You'll, you'll talk to Ben before Dr. Ron and me. Uh, the number is 604-280-9898. Open the lines right now for all questions. All Matters Dental. Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio in studio, available to you right away at 604-280-9898. Uh, the, when, when a person is missing, missing rather, missing, <laughs> I, I found like it, uh, who's missing a tooth or two, um, a lot of us will go, well, you know, I can work around this. You know, I can, st- I'll, I'll chew on the other side or whatever. And we tend to procrastinate. Our fear of dentists is part of it. Um, a sense of laziness might be a part of it. And some of us, frankly, Dr. Ron, are financially intimidated by what it might cost. You're absolutely right, Sterling. And that's one of the problems that we have. The The concept that, well, it's a back tooth. I'm not missing it. It doesn't affect my smile. I can let it go. Yeah, I can work around it. It's a very, very common scenario that people come up with. Unfortunately, it is lost the value of that single tooth is lost to the patient. They're not aware of the complications that's, that der- are derived for not replacing that missing tooth. The collapse, the movement of teeth to the point where they no longer function properly, they're overstretched, and they break down. So we see with people who lose a tooth are starting to lose the integrity. And I say starting, they can still function and they may look good. Right. But over time, they start to lose the integrity of the stability in their dental system, and they start to lose more and more teeth down the road. Interesting. And, and if you're slow. If, 
If you're doing that, oh, well, I'll just chew on the left side. No biggie. Yeah. Well, eventually, that side is going to be taking a disproportionate amount of the work, and there will be consequences. And, and there are. So very few people can lose a tooth and not have any subsequent problems down the road. And it might take years to happen. But the problem is, is that it becomes a lot more expensive to correct the complications that result from that missing tooth that's been not restored properly. Right. Now, uh, uh, the work that is done at BC Perry, and we'll, we'll get into teeth in one day and implants and all of those other things, but uh, some of us are covered for these uh, emergencies in life, Dr. Ron, and some of us aren't. <laughs> and, and I guess it, uh, it largely depends on the kind of dental plan you carry, if at all. Well, you're right about that. And uh, in, in the cases of dental plans, when it comes to implant dentistry, there's very little that they cover. What about missing teeth, though? If, if there's a bridge or something like that, that's still cosmetic, isn't well, it? Co- no, and it's functional, actually, and okay. health stability. So it's not cosmetic, although it has a cosmetic component. But a bridge does have coverage under a dental plan. But Interesting. an implant, not necessarily so. Now, as I understand it, most insurance companies will cover some aspect of it, but every insurance policy is different, and it's negotiated at a different rate for different people. So everybody with a dental plan has to then evaluate what they will get and what they won't get before starting treatment. And, of course, there are people at BC Perio who handle those details all the time and would just lock you into whatever you can you can get. Absolutely. Interesting stuff. 604-280-9898. The lines are open. We have callers standing by in White Rock, New Westminster, and Cloverdale, and we'll get to all of you and more after the news. This is Vancouver Consumer on News Talk 980 CKNW. And welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Sterling Fox, joined in studio by Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio in Vancouver and Coquitlam Dental Health and Implant Centers. We're going to talk about some of your new colleagues because uh, we, we understand we met one of your new colleagues, uh, Dr. Faraj Eder, on the, one of our recent programs. Interesting young man and quite uh, accomplished already. Indeed. Let's take some phone calls, though, because we promised our listeners we would get right to that. And we'll start in White Rock. Ali, thanks for waiting. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, um, Dr. Zokol. I wanted to ask you a question because what happened with my situation is I had a bunch of root canals done and I didn't take care of it and didn't get crowned and all that. So now I have uh, three or four teeth that are broken and the doctor, my dentist, had pulled them out and he suggested I need implants. But the way they do the implants and the way they explain it to me, I can't see any ways where I'm going to be able to afford to do this for a very long time. Is your technology something cheaper and faster, or is yours just the regular implant as well? Yeah. Uh, Faster, yes. Cheaper, no. Uh, This technology is expensive. Uh, What we do it, what we do like to do is provide the service that we believe will last longer than anything else. But unfortunately, there is no easy way around the principle that it is expensive, Allie. I thank you for calling and appreciate it, but there's no quick solution for a situation where it can't be afforded. Ali, thanks very much for your call. Just to follow up on that, because he's, he's, he's in a situation where he had some teeth removed. They were bad. He had some root canals done, but then after the root canal work was done, nothing else was done. So there's kind of a hole in his head, as it were. Uh, so what sort of health issue does that represent? And thank you for that question, because uh, this is an important factor. If I could read between the lines here, 
you get a root canal done because you have a nerve that's gone bad or you have an abscess at the end of the tooth, and the root canal is there to preserve the integrity, not to get rid of the disease process, but stabilize the integrity of the remaining tooth structure or the root and whatever crown is left there. Okay. The thing is that's important here is that these things can fail. They can continue to decay, but you have to get them restored if you want the root canal to be valuable and successful for long-term process. Mm. So anybody who has a root canal done has to have that restored. Now, all the science shows us that bacteria can get down and they can travel down to the back of the bottom of the root canal area and reinfect that area if they are not filled properly or restored properly after the root canal is done. Right. So if somebody is thinking that they're helping themselves by holding off, they're out of pain and they're holding off on on the restorative work because it just happens to be too expensive. Sure. Then you're throwing away the value of the root canal as well, and maybe even the, any amount of money that's spent on trying to s- save that tooth will be lost. Plus, plus there is now an a, an elevated real medical risk of reinfection in your jaw. Well, that's true. I don't think it, I'm not going to put it as a severe problem. The problem is, is that you eventually lose the, lose the tooth and yeah. lose any ability to restore the tooth. And now your only solution is filling a space where a tooth used to be. And that could be through a partial denture, a fixed bridge, or an implant supported tooth. Or, or you just do nothing at all and let everything slowly slide. Mm, interesting. I appreciate the call, Allie. Thank you. Uh, Peggy in New Westminster. Hello to you. Well, good afternoon. Can you hear me? Oh, we sure can. Go ahead to Dr. Zoko, please. Okay, Dr. Zoko, I appreciate you, your, your service. You haven't, done, you haven't done any work for me, but I have root canals, and it's the lower, the, you know, the molar. Yes. And next to it, I think there's a space there. So when I, when I especially meet, when I chew, when I eat, there's a collection, and then it irritates the gum, and I get, I get a sore gum, so I have to make sure that I have something to to remove the meat, especially the meat, not not so much the other vegetables. Mm, I understand, uh, Peggy. Tell me, what your what does your dentist tell you to do there? Well, I haven't had a chance. I, uh, um, I actually, I'm my, you know, my teeth are quite are, are very good, and there's no problem. But this just started not quite a month ago. Well, the recommendation I have for you is you must see a dentist to find out why that material is accumulating there for you, and see what can be done to well, stop that. that. Yeah, there's an implant, and next to it is my is my normal tooth. Mm-hmm. But there's that space. You see, and in that space, there's a collection. Yep. So what you need to do is either come into our office for us to give you an examination so we can help you understand what the problem is and give you some solution potentials, or see your own dentist or another well, dentist to I do that. I tell you, I go to UBC, and they're excellent. Oh, well, that's good to know. But, Peggy, you're in New Westminster, and so the BC Perio uh, office closest to you is going to most likely be the one in Coquitlam on Johnson Street, unless you want to pop downtown to 777 West Broadway. Either way, the recommendation, and I'm looking straight into Dr. Ron's eyes, is get yourself into a dentist and have this looked at. But you didn't tell me what you know what would be the solution. But it, you have to see a dentist for that, Peggy. Oh, I know it's a secret. Eh? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, go see a dentist. The dentist will tell you. It, it's not a secret, but we can't diagnose on the telephone, Peggy. That's that's the only problem there. So obviously, uh, Dr. Ron, uh, th- this woman should see her dentist. Absolutely. All right, thanks for the call, Peggy. To Cloverdale, Linda, hello. Hi, hello. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I've been hearing about um, Dr. Zuckel all the time. I have a partial dent here. Mm-hmm. And where it ends, the tooth there is taken out. 
But if I take it out, then the denture doesn't work, right? So I am wondering, could they do all of that in one day? Well, entirely possible. Now, what what happens with partial dentures is they have to hold on to something to stay in your mouth, and usually it's usually a, a tooth at the end of your teeth, actually. And over time, partial dentures tend to work some of these teeth loose to the point where you have to lose them. So that's the one of the disadvantages of the partial denture. The question is, what can be done about it? So you'd have to come in so we could evaluate what you're actually faced with, the kind of issues you have, and give you a recommendation as to how to about it. But it's possible, very possible, that teeth in one day or an implant place with teeth on them can be provided very, very quickly. Okay, so you are at 777. West Broadway. Broadway. That's right. So I call and make an appointment. Yes, ma'am. We'd be happy um, to have a look at you. What's your number there? Well, it's uh, 604-872-0222. And if that was a little too fast for you, Linda, just go to the website, bcperio.ca, and right across the top of the website is the, are the addresses and phone numbers of both the Vancouver office on West Broadway and the Coquitlam office on Johnson Street. Okay, so bcperio.ca. That's right, bcperio, P-E-R-I-O, bcperio.ca. Thanks for the call, Linda. To Victor in Surrey, hello. Yeah, good afternoon. Okay, let me just throw this out there. Uh, I think my social life would improve if I had movie star teeth, you know. I've seen people, they have that smile. I don't know if they're real or not, but I'll tell you, it's extremely attractive. Boy or girl, you know, uh, see those uh, beautiful white teeth, you know. Why, why, Why is that? Why is that? Yeah, Victor, yeah. Well, why is it why is everybody seem to be attracted to uh you know that that kind of a movie star look kind of thing? Well, I'll look at my degree in in psychology here, but I think by and large everybody is attracted to somebody who looks more optimal or more ideal. I think that's just human nature. Yeah, and and it's such a healthy thing too, Dr. Ron. Yeah. A healthy person generally speaking is an attractive person. A healthy looking person, there's a vibrancy to that individual that is attractive. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's it, the ads that kill me, though, just to follow up on what Vic was saying. Uh, the ads, with there's two models, and one of them is going on and on about how I can't go out tonight because my teeth are so yellow. And this woman's teeth are blindingly white, and she's <laughs> complaining, and she has to use this brand, and oh, then your social life. This woman's teeth are already whiter than the headlights on my car. So they're kind of overdoing it. But there is, there is a human uh, psychological aspect to a wonderful, warm, white smile. I, that's absolutely true. And we rec- recognize that it is better socially as well as for business purposes as well because people want to be fam- uh, attracted. They're attracted to people who look good, mm-hmm. who, feel, who feel right. I think that has, goes right down to the basics of propagation of the of the fittest in our species and that people like to come together with other people that look good and are very, very healthy and are intelligent. Well, you know, it's the same as just from the, from the business point of view. For example, if you show up for an employment interview and you're nicely turned out, you've you paid a little attention to how you look and uh, and you and your smile is is spot on and you you it's a visual it's a package and you only get one one my mom used to hammer this into my thick skull that's what she used to call it you only get one chance to make a first impression and that job interview the way you smile the way you present yourself and carry yourself and and conduct yourself that's all part of the package and it could be to your advantage yeah. in fact that's true i i, I heard that it, really it's the 10 first 
15 to 20 seconds of a connection with somebody is do they get a perspective on, on whether they like you or don't like you. That's right. And then it builds beyond that if you give them the opportunity to spend more time with you. Exactly. Let's talk a little bit more about teeth in one day because one of our callers opened the, the door to that conversation. Yes. And this is a concept, Dr. Ron, that a lot of people, frankly, still have a lot of deal, trouble just wrapping their head around. The fact that you can get a whole, in some cases, a complete mouthful of new teeth in in one day and in some cases it's not a, a full uh job is it's a it's a one here and one there replacing missing teeth how does it work well teeth in a day is the principle where either because you were de- wearing dentures previously or the fact that we take the balance of teeth out in a whole arch so that your upper jaw or lower jaw no longer have teeth in so if we take your teeth out in a particular day because they need to be taken out and we place the implants the same day. We'll place in the upper arch anywhere from four to six and the lower jaw, usually four. And we put teeth on them immediately. And the, and the teeth that are fixed to those implants act like a splint, if you will. So where all the other implants support the, each other, for that matter. Okay. And uh, a colleague of mine used the illustration of a broken leg. And, and when, you, when you, you have a cast on that broken leg, you immobilize those two segments so they can heal. Right. Well, this upper denture that we put on immediately onto the implants is very, very similar to that because it splints, it immobilizes all those implants together. So they're either going to all move at once or fail and fail all at once or they're going to remain all stable. Now, the whole key is this, is that if in the course of healing an implant moves, you will lose it. So it's key that the implant not move while in the bone structure and have the bone grow around it. And when that happens, we get a better quality end result, significantly better quality end result. We will see the odd failure because of immediate loading that happens from time to time. But by and large, the great majority of cases that we do, and I mean the great majority of cases we do, are actually far, far better than if we waited a period of time before we put teeth on them. How, uh, how much preparation work or how, much, how many days of preparation are required in order to pull this whole teeth in one day in the actual day of delivery off? Well, if you have a milling machine, now this is where we're getting into all this new technology. Now this is what Dr. Your, your, your colleague says, okay? was talking about, yeah. his new toys. His new toy, I'll tell you. You talk about excitement in the office because we are going to be able to, in a very, very short period of time, take a digital impression of somebody, mill a denture, a temporary denture, if you will, and use it the very same time to, to, to put the teeth in a day and put the teeth on it right away. So you could technically do it all in the same day. Right now, before this technology, we'd have to take impressions, send it to a laboratory, have the laboratory make a denture. It might take them four or five days to get that back to you, and then you could do And then you come in and do the procedure and get so, it in one day. Right. So you could eventually get the teeth in a day, but it did require two, three, four days to do the workup in order to do your teeth in a day, whereas... With what the technology is right now, we will be able to see a patient for the very first time and that day do the procedures and provide them with fixed teeth in one day. This is because of this new uh, colleague you have on your team, this Mr. Angus Barry. Well, Angus is a, is a registered dental technician. He is a superb 
technician, very, very knowledgeable, very experienced in this field. So he is a very welcome asset to the BC Perio team. Does he have a 3D printer as well? Well, the, he has a 3D printer. He's got milling machines. His, he's completely set up wow. with all the technologies necessary to deliver teeth in one day very quickly. I guess the other part, though, that for many of us is is a little difficult to fathom is would be the pain management. If you've got a whole bunch of teeth taken out and a whole bunch of new things put in, it's all happened in a matter of two or three hours, and Bob's your uncle, you're out on the sidewalk looking for your car keys, I, I, how can you? How can your head not explode? Is, is what a lot of people ex- are thinking, right? <laughs> well, the techniques we use in surgery, and and the medications we use, and the pro- all the protocols that we use, it is somewhat astounding to realize that a great many of my patients have absolutely no discomfort after they come out of their freezing, uh, and that's shocking. Yeah, actually, it's absolutely shocking. Uh, and I, all I do is ask our receptionist, is that how many of our patients are actually phoning back with some type of an issue with pain? And they say, well, uh, very, very, very few do. Mm-hmm. And many who come back in, we say, how did it go? Well, I didn't feel any pain at all. Did you use any of your painkillers? Uh, actually, I did not. Right. right. And, I, and it's and if, when you hear this repetitively over five and ten years and longer still, you come to realize that there's some truth in what is actually happening here. So, And that's the experience that I had many years ago when, when I started doing this stuff here. And so we, it's a combination of surgical technique and, and pharmacology. And back to our oh, the opening part of our conversation at the beginning of the hour when you were giving this uh, lecture and doing a surprise surgery on stage in Tehran, in the capital of Iran a few weeks ago. Um, was that surgical procedure part of what you would do here in Vancouver to a client for teeth in one day? No, not in this case here, because this was a bone grafting protocol that oh. I was asked to demonstrate a surgery for, a very advanced bone regeneration protocol uh, using titanium mesh as a framework and a foundation to hold the graft volume in place. Well, when you do grafting like that, you're not usually putting teeth in a day and putting teeth on the of course implants in. So right. we do grafting from time to time when we do teeth in a day, but more often than not, teeth in a day doesn't require much in the way of bone grafting. We're almost out of time, and I want to ask you this, this, this question about this whole matter, because you've, you've said, point blank, it's expensive. Uh, the equipment and, and, and the technology required to get the job done properly is expensive, but it can be fast and pretty convenient and all the rest of it. Um, is there a point in, in any person, Dr. Ron, where you, you have to say, I'm sorry, we can't do anything for you anymore? Is there a point of no return for ignoring your mouth for too long? Uh, rarely, very, very rarely. The, the place that we get to in talking with some of our patients who the patients want a particular result, but we find that we can't provide the result under the terms that they're requesting. Okay. So we have a, we know what's required to do it properly, but if they won't allow us to move in that direction, then we may not have a solution. Right. Because, okay, because they, what they want, they know what they want, but they don't quite know how to, how to get that or how it happens. And if they tie our hands as to what we can do, then we're, we're stuck. So our, our goal is to find some commonality in what the patient's looking for with a protocol that we can use to get it. 
Okay, let's go back to where we left with Peggy a few minutes ago and remind our listeners of where they can find BC Perio locations around Metro Vancouver because there are two of them. The main office is in Vancouver on the fifth floor at 777 West Broadway. That's where you find Dr. Ron most days. And the other office is at 1175 Johnson Street in Coquitlam. All of this information and all of the services provided by the world-class dentists at BC Perio are available on the website BC Perio, P-E-R-I-O, BC Perio dot C-A. Dr. Ron, it's been a while. Great to see you again. Uh, we'll see you before, before Christmas, I hope. I expect you will. It's been a pleasure, Sterling. Uh, we're back with more on Vancouver Consumer right after this break. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer, and once again, our thanks to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio for another informative visit, and thanks for your calls, too. Next week, we'll have a fresh market real estate update from the pros at 1% Realty. It's time now for the Steel Report, and today, Linda talks new emojis. I'm Linda Steele, and this is your Steel Report. In the last month, you may have noticed some new emojis on your phone. There's about 70 of them, and if you've ever needed a hedgehog or broccoli emoji, you're in luck. But where do emojis even come from, and how do they pick the new ones? Unicode Consortium, and that's a, that's a group made up of people from all these different companies, and they're in charge of not just emojis, they do other stuff. They're in charge of basically how things like letters and punctuation are represented around the world on different types of devices and different platforms. That's Dan Ackerman, a tech journalist for CBS. Dan says anyone can pitch an emoji, but there are some restrictions. They don't allow them uh, that, that specifically reference brands or living people and celebrities. So it has to be general enough that everyone can freely use it. Also, there's a reason emojis don't look the same on every platform. The things that you see as emojis are actually art custom created by these different companies, Apple and Facebook and Google and everybody else. They take those original keystroke versions, almost the skeleton of the emoji, and they draw their own art. If you can't see the new emojis on your device, don't worry. Chances are you just need to update your operating system. I'm Linda Steele, and that's your Steele Report. Thanks, Linda. Steele and Drex weekday afternoons 2 to 6 on News Talk 980 CKNW. Time for a couple of consumer quickies before we go. York Region, which includes nine municipalities just north of Toronto, this week voted to increase the number of shopping days to 364. Every day except Christmas. All the other stats are now fair game. The vote... 17 to 3. This is hardly news, by the way, for Vancouverites. We made these changes decades ago. In Toronto, the good, and Ontario in general, they're just actually now getting around to this stuff. One of those who voted against the motion was the mayor of Markham, who told our Toronto sister station, AM640, there just wasn't enough input from working people. What really concerned me is that we've made a decision here that's going to impact thousands of retail workers. We've made a decision uh, in a very short a very short turnaround uh, without any public consultation. And as I said this morning, I can't think of another issue that impacts so many people where we didn't go out and have some opportunity for the public to come out and share their views. That's the mayor of Markham, not happy about uh, the changes to the uh, shopping rules in Ontario. Of course, as we've learned in B.C., He'll get over it. Uh, the changes are effective January 1st, and we'll finally update some shopping rules in Ontario, which have been on the books for, well, a century and a half in some cases. While millennials are taking the most heat for being hardwired to their smartphones and for waiting in long lineups for the newest versions, there's a new study out from Deloitte that suggests grandma and grandpa may be close behind in their addictions to their phones. The researchers say the tech habits of the young have been completely adopted by their 
seniors, and not all ages, too, but the oldest. Now, obviously, 18 to 24-year-olds are still by far the most frequent users of smartphones. 94 of them say they check every day, but 92% of people 55-plus do, too. Another interesting finding in the survey is that phone use by everyone either declined or plateaued this year, and almost half the people said they're trying to reduce or limit their phone use. And finally, our hats are off today for the remarkable Queen Elizabeth II and her fella, Prince Philip. Seventy years ago, this Monday, November 20th, 1947, they were married in Westminster Abbey over some objections from her family, some of whom didn't think Philip was either royal or rich enough. Elizabeth chose to follow her heart, and her decision has paid dividends beyond imagination. The Queen has said many times, Philip is the reason she's been able to rule successfully for so long. So this weekend, out of enormous respect and admiration for a woman of duty and destiny, I must offer my congratulations to the Queen and the Duke of Edinburgh. There will be no public celebration, by the way, of this matrimonial milestone, but the royals will gather over the weekend for a big family-only dinner at Windsor Castle. That's our show for this weekend, produced perfectly, as always, by Ben Dooley. Amir Ali is at the controls. I'm Sterling Fox. Join us again next Saturday at 2 for another edition of Vancouver Consumer, right here on News Talk 980 CKNW. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.